0: Hello everyone, welcome back to 9 to 9. We are in chapter 32 of Shemot Exodus. This is a big one, as we are, uh, we just touched upon it, really scratched the surface of the beginning of the sin of the golden calf. Yes, so the people saw that Moshe was delayed in coming down from the mountain. Of course, we know that they simply miscalculate, and this is why now, right now, we are still counting the Omer. Today actually is actually Rosh Chodesh, Sivan, yeah, um, so in a few days, six days, we will be getting the Torah, aka <laughs> Shavuot, um. Um. yeah, this is so crazy, it's really n- nice to read this in like sort of spiral times um occurring at the same moment it's very very nice um to be doing this um right so okay um now you know the people gathered against Aaron, and they said you know come on Make us gods that we will go before and lead us. You know, they were, like, worried because, you know, Moshe left. And they felt like they didn't have a leader. They didn't have someone who can carry out God's words directly. Aaron wasn't good enough. No offense, Aaron, um, to them. Um, you know... And apparently, like, you know, some people say that they didn't, like, they they didn't become bad. They were just afraid and they didn't know what to do. They were kind of becoming hopeless. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, so I once said to them, you know, because they were kind of like putting a gun to his head or a knife to his throat. Um, so he's just saying, like, take the golden earrings off your ears of your wives, your sons and your daughters and bring them to me. And he was doing that to hope, hoping to delay them until Moshe came down. But, you know, they just like stop what they did. Uh, and they stripped themselves down of gold earrings uh, that were there. Also, by the way, all the people striped themselves of golden earrings. This, um, the Midrash Tan uh, Khuma is explaining here that the women actually did not give in in the gold and making the golden calf. Um, and the husbands donate all their gold. And... And here we see, really, that um, monotheistic beliefs were stronger with the women than with the men. It's very known that women are more spiritually, most women, a lot of women. Um, every once in a while, we get a very spiritual man. <laughs> um, but yeah, So, um, so that's that. Um they, you know, before you know, before anything happened, uh, the they made a golden calf. Um, uh, there's an explanation about why it was a, a molten calf um, they wanted something that would resemble um, something from the concrete of divine service um but yeah um what else do we see um right so moshe the next thing we see is moshe is trying to calm down hashem because hashem is really really angry um Moshe, this is this is this is how the dialogue goes. Moshe, no, Hashem says to Moshe, you know, go down for your people that you have brought up. I want you to pay attention to this. Um, that you have brought up from the land of Egypt have become corrupt. They have rapidly abandoned the way which I commanded them. They made themselves a molten calf. They bowed down to it, slaughtered sacrifices to it, and said. These are your gods, O Israel, who have brought up from the land of Egypt. And Hashem is pretty, pretty bad. Um, I have observed these people, and look, they are stiff-necked people who do not like being rebuked. Now leave me alone, and my anger will be kindled against them, and I will annihilate them and make you into a great nation instead. This is so crazy. Now, Moshe is like, no, 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 no. Obviously, in a humble way, but he says, Why, O oh God, should your anger be kindled against your people, whom you have brought up from the land of Egypt with great power and with a strong hand? So he's reminding Hashem, no, this is not my people, a.k.a. Moshe, that he, that God is saying. This is your people. Remember, like, remember with what what the, 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 the promise you gave to Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, um, that they should, uh, I will multiply your seeds, like the stars in the heaven and this land, which i promise you to give in your descendants and they will possess it forever do you remember that by the way god like you said that this is your people and also god how embarrassing would that be you know that you you did this you took them out of egypt and now why what's the point you came you brought them out of egypt and to this mountain to kill them and what why would the egyptians say he brought them out with evil intent to kill them in the mountains and to annihilate them from upon the face of the earth oh my god burn (laughs) but like really what's the point why are you doing this and you know by saying all of this really he changed god's mind and it even says God changed his mind about the evil that he had said he would do to his people. Right, so now <laughs> um, Moshe is coming down. Uh, I, uh, by the way, before before we continue, just just um, there's some really nice. Um on um, this. and basically what what Moshe is doing is evoking empathy to Hashem towards his people. Um, and also he's saying he's trying to defuse Hashem's anger, you know, rationalizing it. He's saying to him, you know, basically, is a wise man jealous of anyone but another wise man? Or is a strong man jealous of anyone but another strong man? Why then, Hashem, should your anger be kindled? This is what Hashi is saying. I wonder, you know, I wonder, I wonder if, you know, why Why is Hashi mentioning jealousy here? It's very interesting to me. Can anger be stimulated by jealousy as well as sadness or fear interesting you know also he's saying why are you angry Moshe was saying to God why have you directed your attributes of fears judgment against your people save that for your enemies Yeah, save it for the enemies, Hashem. <laughs> now, Moshe descends and smashes the tablets. Dun, dun, dun. So Moshe turned down, came down from the mountain, um, the tablets of testimony in his hand inscribed so the letters could miraculously be read uh, on both sides uh, it's called Ambigram, by the way, when you're able to read things on two sides, I think it's the coolest thing ever, um, so the tablets were the work of God, and the writing was the writing of God, but, When Joshua heard the noise of the people shouting, rejoicing, and laughing, he said to Moshe, it sounds like a battle in the camp. And Moshe is like, "Uh uh-uh. It is neither a voice shouting victory nor a voice shouting defeat. It is a voice of blasphemy that I hear. Away. And then he came down and he became angry and he threw the tablets from the hands and shattered them. At the foot of the mountain, um, you know, people say like, "How could they be?" You know, it's something kadosh. Kind of no, no, no. But apparently, the 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 letters miraculously like flew away. No, um, uh, yeah. Like the words weren't being destroyed, um, and it's all part of the plan, you know, God's plan to have a second tablets because the first tablets didn't have so much in it. There was just, you know, tablets, and then, but the second tablets had like the legal instructions, like halacha, as well as uh, exit and homiletical teachings, midrash and agada, yeah, all that stuff. Apparently, apparently. Um, yeah. So you know, now the people who got involved in the golden calf are going to be get punished. Um, Moshe was like. Going to Aaron, saying like, what the hell did, did did you let, how did you let this happen? What is this? And he's, Aaron is like, you know, don't be angry. You know, you know the people, you know, I'm Israel, is Israel. you know how they can be sometimes. <laughs> literally, he said that. He literally he literally said, you know that the people are always going off the tracks. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, and you know... Alan is saying, you know, like, I only said to them, who has gold? And they just, like, did whatever they want. You know, it's kind of like how we talk when we make excuses and stuff. Um, and I threw it into the calf, uh, into the fire, and to my surprise, came out this calf. Like, whoa, how did this happen? Um... So Moshe was like, you know what, I'm tired of hearing from this and from that. Um, by the way, the, 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 the fact that Moshe like only threw the tablets once he saw the people, really, we're learning something huge here. We're learning like that... Where was it? Um... Hold on a second. Um, That only until seeing seeing something really teaches us that you should not judge the basis of guesswork, or in this case, the basis of heresy. Talmud Yerushalmi, need 4-5. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big one to learn, you know. I think we hear a lot of a lot of stuff <laughs> going around, um, but it's important not to judge before we actually see ourselves. Even even when we see ourselves, there's a lot of stuff we don't know, a lot of stuff that's going on beneath the surface. So just just avoid judging altogether. That's that's how that's how I look at it. When you can, you know, obviously. Um, so, so anyway, um, Moshe was just fed up of like hearing everybody say whatever. And he was like, you know what? He stood up at the gate of the camp and he said, whoever is for God, let him come to me. Mila And guess who were the first people to come up to him? The house of Levi, everybody, all the Levites gather around him. And then he says, you know, any person who worships idols shall be put to death. Therefore, let every man place his sword upon his thigh and pass back and forth from one gate to the other in the camp. And let every man kill his half brother, his friend and his relative. Yikes. So yeah, on that same day, some 3,000 men fell from among the people. Now actually, it's really interesting because when you look at 3,000 men, 3,000 people who have sinned compared to the millions of people who left Egypt, it's actually a small number, but it also teaches us that even a small number, even a small percentage of Jewish people can evoke such a crazy, historic thing, breaking the tablets, angering Hashem, angering Moshe Rabbeinu. Just everyone matters. Everyone, like, poof, so crazy. Um, yeah. And then, you know, the next day, Hesha, uh, Moshe said to the people, you know, you have committed a terrible sin. Yeah. Notice how they didn't repent for this sin. Hmm? And now we'll go up to God again and perhaps we'll obtain um, uh, atonement, atonement for, for your sin. Yeah, let's you know, round two. <laughs> and, you know, again, he speaks with Hashem and... He tells them, yo, know, like, please, like, this people have sinned, and they did a terrible sin, and they made themselves a god of gold. Now, you know, please forgive them. Um, but it, but if you don't, please erase me from your book, uh, the Torah, which you have written. And Hashem is like, I I will erase you from my book. Um uh, now go and lead the people to the place which I've told you. You know, go back to do, do your mission, and I will also not let you in into into Israel. By the way, okay. <laughs> um, and but you know, lead the people to the place I told you about. My angel, and not I, will go before you when I bring punishment for their sins in the future. I will always. Take the golden calf into consideration. Yikes. You know, I'm looking at this and I'm really asking myself like, Hashem, is he holding a grudge? Is he still holding a grudge? Is he still thinking about this? Um, and then it ends off, the chapter ends off by saying that Hashem struck the people with a plague because they had made the calf which Aaron brought brought about. So what what is this plague? And I couldn't find anything that spoke about this. Um, Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really understand um, that. I also, you know, how, okay, we know that there's no parasha named after Moshe. But how is not being in a parasha title considered being erased? Because Moshe's name is all over the Torah, okay? <laughs> like, I probably the most mentioned men in the Torah. So, so, yeah. Okay, maybe there's also there's also a parasha that doesn't say his name. I think no, no. Anyway. I didn't. I didn't really understand that. But, anyways, this this was a long analysis. This is a crazy chapter. Um, I really enjoyed reading it. I really enjoyed reading the uh, some some ifalshim on it. it. Was very interesting. Uh, and yeah, see you all tomorrow. Yasher <laughs> koach.